What's up, you guys? Happy Sunday, and welcome back to another Brunch with Des B podcast. I'm your host, Des, also known as Des B, and today the B is for about goddamn time. I'm on the Southern accent kick this morning, so bear with me, but today we are going to be talking about time management, and I'm not going to lie, I feel pretty fucking qualified to give you guys some tips and tricks in this because I... Like that's kind of my jam. I'm not going to lie. I'm, I am pretty damn good at categorizing my time into like where it should be spent while also like finding free time. And I think that comes from years and background of sports, college sports, managing a business now, managing now a child. Like I I've consistently been put into places where I have to kind of pick and choose my my battles. And so I think I'm pretty damn good to hear from about that. This is actually a really highly requested topic from a lot of you guys. Um, so I'm really excited to give you like some of my favorite tips and tricks of what's helped me establish better time management that I used before. I might not use now, but like what helped me get into that habit. So before we dive into the podcast, I am drinking on some sparkling water. My husband picked me up some what a kind soul. Um, I love it when he brings me home stuff from the store that makes me know he thought of me while I was there. Like it's just the small things in life. I'm sure you guys can like respect that. Like sometimes I'll come home from the gas station with a diet Mountain Dew and I'm like, you trying to fuck tonight? What's what's good? (laughs) Anyways, um, super sweet. So I'm drinking some sparkling water. I do have quite a bit of work to do today. And so right now, I'm budgeting my time um, because Maddox is down for a nap. And I was like, okay, I have about two hours. I usually let him nap about two hours. So I'm like, okay, now's my time to do some emails um, and do my podcast. So today is actually Tuesday, uh, the 29th. Crazy, one of the last few days in June before we get into July. Um, So I'm recording quite a bit earlier than normal, but I hope that you guys enjoyed last week's episode. I'm so sorry I dropped... I dropped the dildo and made that episode, episode 68, because this week is episode 69. It really would have just really come together, full circle moment, unplanned. Um, So I apologize. But if you haven't listened to last week's episode, um, talks or boys, toys and talks or tips, I forgot what I called it, to be honest. Um, But definitely go listen to that. It was a really good episode, especially for my ladies out there, which is obviously who I cater to. Um, just talking a little bit about sex and, and opening up that conversation. Uh, got, again, got a lot of great feedback. People like, please talk about sex more. And I'm like, this is not a porn cast. This is a podcast. I'm just kidding. It was really, it was nice to open up to you guys. So I hope that you can, um, respect that. Uh, something else really fun I put on, well, number one, my sunscreen and sarcasm Instagram got booted the other day. I did get it back, but it kind of scared me because I love that account and I was petrified that it was gone. So if you don't follow me on sunscreen and sarcasm, all one word, nothing else, make sure you follow me there. Request to follow me. It is, it's not actually, it's not actually a secret account. It's just not an account that I publicly share, especially on my Desby page. Cause I don't want a lot of people who like purely don't know me. I do go through follower requests. I click on people's profiles, like feel it out. At least I can't protect all of it. Right. Like some people are still going to follow me and look normal, but still hate me and like whatever. But I at least make sure that I 
decline like any men that try to answer or like people who don't have profile pictures like stuff like that where I'm just like hey I don't want you here um so anyways it's just kind of like my escape but I lost my profile the other day and I was kind of tripping a little bit and so I got it back um which is like thank god but point being um is that I put on my story just yesterday that freshly picked so it's like a baby company they had a freshly picked X Disney collaboration that was restocked and my ears perked up because I'm going to Disney in about two weeks now with my mom, my sister, my niece, me, and Maddox. I'm actually really excited. I haven't been to Disney Magic Kingdom with my mom and my sister since 2018. This was before Michaela was pregnant, before obviously I was pregnant, before I even had my fake titties. So I'm excited to go there um, with the kids and just enjoy like a time where we'd really have to do nothing. I'm like, I don't know why I'm tearing up about that. I, you just, you respect time so much more as you age. So anyways, without crying, what the fuck? Um, Freshly Pick came out with a collab. So my ears perked up. I checked it out and I'm like, okay, these aren't, these aren't too Disney adult. Fuck. So I put on my sunscreen and sarcasm. Like guys, I know you'll give it to me straight. Tell me honestly, is this Disney adult or is this Disney mom? Because let's be honest, guys, there is a distinguishable difference between being a Disney adult and a Disney mom. Disney adults, according to Webster Dictionary, no, I'm just kidding. according to Desby Dictionary, are women and men under the age of 40, I should even say above the age of 20, who still wear Mickey ears, go there for bachelorette, bachelor parties, potential honeymoons, go there by themselves, no family, just want to go there, take pictures in every single sector of every park and make like guides of how to enjoy the park. That's a Disney adult. (laughs) I'm also, guys, this isn't real. It's just an ongoing joke, okay? You, You fly your freak flag, whatever the fuck that looks like. And I'm going to respect it, but it is funny to poke jokes at. So the difference between that and a Disney mom by Desby textbook is that a Disney mom is a mother of a child under the age of, I would say 10, who thoroughly enjoys Disney due to the magic that it can deliver to her child. So that means dressing up to play along with your child to make that, that experience special and not necessarily take that home. So like you show up at the park, you fangirl for Disney at the park. And then when you fucking leave the park, that shit is turned off and we're back to watching Blippi on TV, right? That's the difference. Okay. So regardless, I put a poll up and most of you, like 99% of you are like, dude, no, totally Disney mom. Like matching backpacks like that shit's fucking cute it's way different so I did order off freshly picked I got this Mickey leopard mini diaper bag so pretty excited I'm like this will be really nice for the park it has an insulated tube inside um and then I can like wear it around the park we can put my diapers in there <laughs> like like me like Maddox's diapers and Mila's diapers um we can put bottles sippy cups um you know a little backpack for us all And then I got these really cute shoes for Maddox, which he's like never worn shoes. I put shoes on him for the first time yesterday and I was like, you look fucking adorable. I'm getting you shoes. So I got him shoes. Um, They're like Mickey Mouse city moccasins. They're fucking so cute. So I'm going to get him a cute Mickey Mouse outfit because 
come on. So cute. Like, you can't even fucking argue with me that that is just so fucking cute when you see kids dressed up at Disney in Disney. Like, it is just magical. Um, So anyways, point being, if you are here to judge me, F off. I'm busy. I'm busy being the best mom for my son. Sorry. Um, Also, just getting, just joking around. Um, So anyways, that's kind of what's new with me. Um... As always, guys, uh, check out the show notes. I got links in there. I have my new Strong Ass Mom program. Emily and I and the rest of the team um, are finalizing the six weeks to strength challenge. I'm so fucking excited for this challenge. Like the past year, I just feel like we've really taken off with our challenges. Like we've really finally like nailed the fuck down how to create a challenge that is so fucking different than anyone else's that it actually blows my mind. Like I cannot believe the value that we deliver. And if you're someone who's been a part of our challenges, you're probably listening to me and like nodding your head. Like I totally agree because that's how much confidence I have in what we produce. You will not find this anywhere. No one else does it how we do it. Um, and so anyways, we're nailing that down testing the workouts. The workouts are fucking baller. Um, I am working on DBFT fit guide 1.0. This is going to be a program that releases this summer. It's going to be a one-off app program. I'm going to make it a little bit cheaper than like a typical program, um, for like a launch week. So if you get this during a launch week, it's going to be like a special promo to celebrate. I think it'll be three, four. Oh my God. It'll be four year anniversary. Cause I released this first DBFT fit guide 1.0 in 2017. So this year will be four years since my first fit guide. Um, so special. So I'm bringing that to you guys on the app. So even if you've never experienced fit guide 1.0, cause it's not sold anymore, you can experience it now on the app along with at home modifications. So just a lot of exciting things. Um, and I guess last update I will give you on the skincare line. <sighs> Yo, I'm about to give up. Not really. But guys, it's, it is so hard. Um, there is so, there's so much work that goes into it and doing my normal business clients, being a wife, being a mom, being a boss, like it's, I'm like overwhelmed. So I'm just, I'm not rushing this experience. That's all I'm saying is like, I, I'm, trying to find people that I know to partner with and help me with this process. So, um, like hopefully finding someone to quote co-found co co-found fuck co-find this with me. So like finding a co-founder. Um, so it's, it's just a lot. There's a lot of stuff. I just, it's just fucking hard. It's so fucking hard. I want to give up. I want to give up so fucking bad, but I know that I can't. And, and, you know, I also have to give myself the expectation of, I don't have to come out like where Tula is right now. You know, like I have such high expectations for myself that I'm like, okay, if this doesn't look good enough to be on a Sephora shelf right the fuck now, if my website doesn't look like Sephora or if it doesn't look like this right now, it's not good enough. And the reality is like, that's so false. I just have to start. Um, and I will get there. I will get there to have that amazing fucking packaging and this and that and the other. I just, you got to start. Um, so that's kind of just where I'm battling right now. Like I literally just thought to myself yesterday, I'm like, dude, I, I like, don't know if I can do this. And then I'm like, no, I fucking can. I'm going to learn around along the way. 
it's going to be a process. It's going to be a process. It's not like glute bands where I can make them in a couple months. Like this is a fucking process. So that's, uh, it's just a lot. It's, it's so much. <laughs> fuck. Literally just fuck, dude. That's all I have to say about that. Um, last update here um, before we get in the episode. <laughs> Finally, sorry. I did receive my resistance bands, um, my tube bands. So I'm really excited about these. I've literally been working on these since 2019, but just so much shit has continuously slapped me in the face that I haven't been able to finish them. So these are resistance tube bands. So these are not glute bands. These aren't long bands like to go around your body for like legs and shit. These are tube bands that you would find like at the gym to do like banded curls, banded tricep extensions, et cetera. Um, with stuff to like go in the door so you can like hang them. Anything that you would want to do at home, or like I said, bring them to the gym and utilize them for like warm ups, burnouts, finishers, supersets. That's what these are for. So I'm really excited for them. I think I'm going to do a pre order. Um, it's just, it makes more the most sense to me as a mom to pre order so that I know exactly how many I need to package. When they come in, I can put them out. Um, you know, send them out right away. And like, you guys understand, oh, it's going to be a few weeks. Like it just feel, I feel more confident doing that. I feel comfortable. Um, last time we did a pre-order, like not one order or I'm sorry, one order did get messed up, but I had my family's help. And so I was teaching them. And so only one order was an issue. Everyone else got their stuff. It was just, it went really, 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 really well. Um, so I think I'm going to pre-order those. Um, so I'm excited about that. Um, I think that's it. So time management, bitch. Let's get in the episode. All right. So time management. How are we doing? That's the real question. How are we doing right now? I want you to sit back, relax, and think. How are you? I want you to think about it. I'm going to take a drink and I want you to think about it. I feel like when we think, when we sit down and really think like, okay, how, how am I? How am I? I feel like most of us, most of us, our first thought is going to be, I'm stressed. And I think that's, I think that's valid. We live in a world where stress is natural. We have so much shit to do in so little time. I feel like back in the day, People only had a few things to do. You go to work, you come home, you make dinner, you sit with your family, you watch TV, whatever. Nowadays, we add in a whole different thing of technology where we feel as if we need to be present, right? So we have this whole other world that we have to time manage in. It's weird. Like if we really think about social media, it's fucking weird, but it's so great. I'm not like dogging it. It's just, it's a lot. We live in a time where there's a fucking lot going on all the time. And I also feel like we live in a time where we're also just, we're expected to be busy. It's a flex 
to be like, oh my God, I have so much going on. It's a flex to be, oh, I'm just so stressed. I'm so fucking busy. When really, if you think, if you think about it, and I'm, I'm dogging myself too. I'm slapping myself on the hand. Being burnt out consistently isn't a flex. It's harming. It's harming to you. It's harming to your body. So why, why are we purposely putting ourselves in too many situations? I grew up always being the yes person, the yes girl. You would ask me to do something for you. I would say yes. You'd ask me to go somewhere with you. I would say yes. A part of me was because I wanted to please others. And the other part of me was because I had FOMO. I was scared that I wouldn't have friends. I was scared that I wouldn't have a relationship if I would say no. So my whole life here, I am balancing in different phases of life, you know, school, uh, a shitty job, friends, a boyfriend, my family, my, my siblings, trying to balance being everyone for everyone, wearing those different masks for whoever I was. I was a chameleon. If you needed me to be sad with you, I would be sad. I would wear that with you. If you needed me to be happy with you, even if I wasn't happy, I would still mask myself to match your energy. And as I got older, I realized how draining that was and time consuming. So I just want to preface that because when you think of where you're at right now and what you're doing for people, that still comes down to time management because time management is equivalent to mental energy. Where are you spending your mental energy and where should it be? Where are your high points during the day? Where are your low points during the day? When do you need to turn off? How do you turn off? Turn off? All of these things combine into who you are for everyone else and who are you for you. So my first kind of like tip for, for just anyone struggling with, with time management is kind of like, well, 0.5 tip, right? Sam, not to number one tip yet. Before you get to tip number one, you have to self-diagnose. What is What are you struggling with? Are you struggling with time? Are you struggling with mental energy? Who are you? What are your characteristics? Then you get to step one. And I think for everyone who's like new at this, you need to start with a calendar. I started with a shitty school calendar. Like, you know where they gave you those ass planners in high school? That was my first introduction into legitimate time management because I thought I loved to doodle in high school. Like I love to just like write all the time and like make cool letters and use different pens. So my planner was like an escape for me to like write down fucking anything I needed to do. So that's what I would suggest to you first is legitimately get a planner. I know it's scary to get one because 2020 really just fucked up the planner world. We're like, fuck this. I'm never buying a planner again. Terrible juju. But I need you to go get a planner or a calendar of some sort, whether it's an expo calendar or it's Google calendar on your phone. That's personally what I use now. But if you're new at this, I want you to get something where you can physically write it out. Getting that is going to help you set your day and start time auditing. So this would kind of mean also uh, kind of known as time blocking. So if you're someone who has a set schedule at work, this could look a little bit different for you. But if you're someone who just, for example, say on the weekends is when like you're really just struggling. You're like, I need to get shit done on the weekends, but I never do. You need to start time blocking those weekends and to the point where you're getting, you're getting more 
you're getting uh, in the habit. I'm not saying you have to do this for the rest of your life. This is just so you start to establish what this feels like and how to time manage. So what that's going to look like is time blocking in your calendar. Um, you know, wake up at seven. You can put that in your calendar if you want. Um, so then it's like eight to nine load, load laundry, clean kitchen, vacuum living room. So you have one hour to do those tasks. When that hour is up and it hits nine to 10 o'clock and it's 10, no matter where the fuck you are at, you're stopping, move on to the next thing. Now at that point, maybe it's like 10 to 11, like sit down, relax, like free time. Okay, cool, cool. But when 11 hits, whatever that 11 to 12 or 11 to two, whatever it looks like, right? I'm just making up a schedule. Say it's get my workout in, go for a walk. All right, well, you better fucking believe by 11 a.m. you are getting to fucking work. By creating this time commitment as well as goal of time, it can sometimes rev your engine a little bit differently because it makes you feel accomplished. Because if you get done early... So say your workout, you have 11 to one. If you get done at 1230, guess what? That 12, that 30 minutes you have for free. What the fuck do I want to do? Or what, what do I want to get working on extra? Whatever it might look like. That's what I used for so long time blocking. And I would time block out my whole week. This would include content. This is back when I was like a hardcore content creator. I don't really do it anymore because I kind of have a rhythm, but regardless, I would block out like Tuesday, record all full day of eating to edit on Wednesday. And then Wednesday, I would already plug in, you know, four to 6 p.m., edit vlog. Friday, upload vlog. Saturday, vlog goes live at noon. You know, like stuff like this, I would already start time blocking and planning out my week little by little to help. So this is going to be very important because you can start to plan ahead what those weeks look like and feel 10 times more confident going into them, knowing exactly like what the week is going to look like, what the weekend's going to look like, what that day is going to look like, whatever, again, whatever that is for you, but time blocking can be so good. And this includes setting alarms. There will be times where I'm, so for example, I'm sitting here, Maddox went down to sleep 30 minutes ago. So I have at most 30 more minutes to wrap up this podcast slash be done slash upload it and get on my Peloton. That that's my fucking goal. That's all I'm going. Does that mean that sometimes I sacrifice time on the podcast? Sure. Typically not because I'm done before then. But my point is, is that if I have to abandon a task, I'm going to do it because like that, that's how I stay on track. That's how I stay on target. That's how I get my shit done is creating time block schedules. Um, so it can help you plan ahead. And again, this can be in a calendar. Um, this could be in an additional like planner, whatever works for you. And this is not something you have to do forever, but this is something you can implement to get you in the habit of learning how to jump ship end a task when time is done and also get more done in your day and have time for yourself. Time block time for yourself. 6 PM to 10 PM, not doing jack shit because you know what you time blocked the rest of the day earlier to where everything that you needed done for that day is done. The next thing um, I would say is to-do lists. God, we love our to-do list. Sorry, I need a drink. Mm. 
tell me why we love making to-do lists that are like fucking 20 tasks long. Why do we make to-do lists that literally say, wake up, brush teeth, brush hair, wash skin, apply toner, apply moisturizer, apply SPF because I'm not a bitch. Go walk the dog. Why, why do we make them fucking 40 tasks long? Bitch, write down what you need to get done that day based off of importance. Starting from the most important to least important. And I only want you to have a maximum of four to five things that you need to get done. Because in reality, that's all you're gonna get done. So don't set yourself up for failure in, in anger by not getting through a task list of fucking 15. Five things at fucking most that you need to get done that you need to remember to get done that too. Okay. So that can go from again, list of importance, because you know what I've really, really understood as I've become a mom and I've just gotten older. There's, there's always tomorrow. I know, I know what a fucking concept, right? We're like, wait, there's, there's another day. Wait, you mean, you mean we get, we get another day to, to get more stuff done? Yes. Yes, we do. We always have tomorrow. So if there is stuff that you do not get done today, guess what? It's going to be there for you to still do tomorrow. Now, granted, some things have time frames, and I respect that. I get it. Group projects, right? College. We think back. We're like, holy fuck, I need this paper done tonight. That would be an example of a priority thing that you need to put on your to-do list. So, at the beginning of the day, ask yourself what actually needs to get done today. So for example, I'll walk you through, let's go yesterday. My plan was to record this podcast yesterday, but I was like, you know what? At the end of the day, not only was I tired, I was just, I was out of it. I wasn't in a mental headspace to do a good podcast, you know? So I said, you know what? I can have it done tomorrow. And so here I am. I'm doing it tomorrow, even though my plan was yesterday and that's okay. But yesterday my trash comes today. This is Tuesday. Therefore on Monday, what's on the top of my to-do list, making sure that motherfucking trash gets out to the corner. Okay. So again, that's like a small task, but just an example of stuff that needs to get done and it doesn't need to be done that day. Okay. So I think that it's just very important to also realize that. And and it's such a simple concept to be like, oh, there's tomorrow. But if you didn't get that pile of laundry put away today, you're you're not a failure. You're not a piece of shit. Don't Don't let that pile of laundry overwhelm you because guess what? Your washer and dryer are still gonna be present tomorrow and they're probably still gonna work. So you can do that laundry tomorrow. And guess what? The clothes you're wearing right now, you can throw them in there too and they'll already be washed. So don't allow yourself to get worked up over these small tasks that you maybe didn't accomplish that you're like, oh, that's so easy to do though. But that's a point. If it it's not a big task, then who the fuck cares if you get it done today or tomorrow or the next day, you're doing fine. Another thing that you can do and that I personally do is spending your mornings on the most important tasks. Now, again, based on your work schedule, based on your life schedule, 
that this can sometimes be hard. I'm, I'm not telling you like, oh yeah, you have to do this. Like you're a pussy if you don't. I don't blame you for not wanting to get up at fucking 4 a.m. Trust me, I get it. But maybe certain days out of the week you have to to get a really big task done. I tell my girls this all the time, like my coached girls. Some of them are like, oh, I just, I can't get up every morning to work out. I'm exhausted. I say, girl, I get it, baby girl. I get it. But maybe make it a goal for your two upper days, like your two upper body days per week. Maybe those are your early morning days because it's way easier to hit upper body ass crack of dawn than it is to hit legs. For like, I'm just making an example. Say one day, say the laundry, bitch, it's been there now for a week. And you're like, fuck, dude, I need to get this done. I have no clean clothes. Maybe that's the day where you wake up at 6 a.m., throw it in the wash, get your shit together for the morning, and then also have time to throw it in the dryer, right? So like you're you're there for both cycles, right? So it's not just sitting in the wash all day. So the morning, we seem to have the most amount of energy in general. I know it's hard to get out of bed, but once you're out of bed, you're kind of like, okay, let's fucking rock. So that's where you can get a lot of those big tasks done and not feel overwhelmingly drained. Mark Twain, Mark Twain said, if it's your job to eat a frog, it's best to do it first thing in the morning. And if it's your job to eat two frogs, it's best to eat the biggest one first. So that is fucking disgusting. But the point is that you should take care of the biggest and most challenging tasks in the morning, like first, and your most important tasks at the beginning of the day. So if you are someone who is struggling getting shit done after work, maybe you need to sacrifice an hour of sleep to wake up a few times a week, I'm not saying every day, and get that really big task done or just get it knocked out. The next thing is, this is so important, guys. Holy fuck. Learn to delegate tasks, outsource tasks. I'm not talking to, I'm not talking, you know, get your boyfriend, get your little sister to do your bitch work. I'm not, this is not the deal. But if you're someone, especially like me, who is a mom, if you can find time to invest in something that will help you, time is money. Time can also be mental health. So for me, and I've said this on Below the Influencer, I hire a cleaning team to come in every two weeks and clean my house. My mom has cleaned houses for her whole life, like hands and knees, scrubbing houses for like rich fuckers her whole life. So when I got older, and I was like, man, I need a cleaning team. I felt like very degrading to my mom because I was like, but I like love my mom. But then my mom told me, Dad's like, this is my job. This is how I make money. So I was like, damn, you're right. If I need that help around the house, I'd rather pay someone who does this for a job to make their ends meet and support, quote, their family by hiring them to help me. And in turn, that two hours that it would have taken to clean my house, I get to be a better mom for Maddox by either number one, paying attention to him, going for a walk, playing, hanging out, giving him his food, whatever it might be. Or I get two hours to be a better mom for Maddox and a better wife because I get to focus on me. I get to record a podcast. I get to do the laundry. I can 
put my clothes away while my house is being cleaned, right? So there's the trade-off. That initial investment is hard. Delegation is hard, but it lessens your workload so you get more time to spend time on other important things. So handing over responsibilities to a team member or people qualified or hire an experienced person, you know, a freelancer, a contractor, someone to help you, the initial investment will be worth it in the end because you can do and get more done. So yes, I spend $200 like once and a half, almost, well, kind of twice a month for people to come clean my house. But I will budget day in and day out for someone to help me clean so that I can make that money back being a better boss, being a better business owner, or even in general, just get my mental health back and being able to accomplish more tasks that then make me feel good, right? All right, a few more, but this is one of my other favorite ones. Eliminate the half work. The way that we live in life now, distraction is so easy. We have to split our time between what we should be doing and then what, what society has, what fucking Twitter's saying, what's trending on TikTok. We usually are trying to balance emails, messages, to-do lists, Instagram stories, etc. Now for me, I have to do that because that's my job. But for the, the typical day and age person who's trying to get shit done, even me on certain days where I'm just, I shouldn't be on my phone, but I have other tasks to do. We are constantly doing more than we need to. So if you're writing a paper for college, but you're stopping and checking your phone for literally no fucking reason, but to distract yourself, that's, that's half work. And that's time that you're wasting. That's mental energy that you're giving to something else. You're trying a new workout routine, but then you switch to a different program because you read about a new one online a few days later. No, fucking stick to what you're doing. Stop fucking searching. While you're talking on the phone, your mind, all of a sudden you're like, hey, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And all of a sudden you're, this person's on speaker and you're going through your email. Why the fuck are you doing that? regardless of how, how you kind of fall into that accidentally, you are where you're rarely committing to a task for a longer period of time. Therefore it takes you twice as long to accomplish as much as half of what you're trying to do. So carve time, figure out a way that you're not distracted. You know what I wish would come back in fucking style? Walkmans, fucking iPod shuffles. And you know why? Because we could set our fucking phone down, listen to our goddamn music and not be tempted to get on fucking TikTok and take an eight minute rest. You know what I'm saying? And I'm, I'm guilty as that too. I'm raising my hand right now. That is me. I'm calling me out. But wouldn't it be nice to just have like an OG fucking shuffle? The ones that you could like attach to like your pants, like a fucking Walkman. That would be the shit. So the way that you can kind of do is when you're carving out a few hours to a project, put your phone in another room. Fucking, you know what? This again, I'm calling on myself. Take your fucking Apple watch off so you don't get any motherfucking notifications. None. Apple watch is coming off. Put your phone in a goddamn box. Find a fucking lock box that goes off by a timer. I've seen them on Amazon. Because people put them in their phones and they're like, or put their phones in them and they're like, all right, I'm not touching it for an hour. And the box will not unlock for an hour. Great fucking idea. Um, okay, so last few things. 
leave time in between task to task. So we're going back to where I told you to time block. And I told you, hey, 9 to 11, we're fucking doing laundry and cleaning the kitchen, whatever. 11 to 12, we have a break. Or 11, 11 to 11.30, we have a break. Whatever that is, don't, don't try to do like 90 things back to back. Because again, your mental energy is going to spill. I just told you, hey, do the most you can do in the morning. I'm not telling you to do 900 fucking things in the morning. I'm telling you to do those few things, those really big tasks, trying to get them done in the morning. So again, have that buffer time. At least I would say 25 to 35 minutes between each task. Not 10, not 20, 25 to 35, in my opinion. This is an ideal amount of time. It can prevent you from running late. It can prevent you from burnout and more. All right. One of the last things that I want to tell you to do. This is from... um, I think his name is Renzo Castorella, Castrella. The Pareto principle is known as the 80-20 rule. We've heard 80-20 from like nutrition and everything, but here we go. This suggests that 80% of results come from 20% of the effort you put in. Therefore, when it comes to how you should manage your time, this principle can also be applied. 80% of your results come from 20% of your actions. So if you're looking at your schedule or to-do list every day, for the sake of simplicity, try to get it down to those four to five uh, tasks that I told you. Then using that 80-20 principle, you can probably eliminate a majority of the things on your list. At first, it might feel like kind of natural, but then the condition will help you scale up um, and you can do like higher effort on most important tasks. So again, it's important to just know what you need to do, how to do it. And also just remember to, to do less, say no, don't waste your time waiting. Granted, there's some things that you're going to have to wait for. Like if you go to the BMV and shit, but, but you're planning for that, right? Go out and get your shit done. Get your fucking shit done. Get your shit done. What are, what are habits that you have that help you replace bad habits and, and do better things? So what are habits that you can daily do that will help you? Exercise can help you. Tracking what you eat can help you. Uh, unless that triggers you, then don't fucking do it. I'm just saying. Daily routines. Meditating. What are, what are those few key habits in your life that make you feel good every single day that you need to make time for. Cause at the end of the day, that's also going to help you with your mentality, with your everything, right? It's going to help you feel a, a sense of achievement. going to feel, make you feel proud, less stress, only good stress. So here are some things that you can write down. Number one, set goals correctly. Be, make things attainable for your day, right? Like I said, those four to five things, not fucking 19 to 20. Two, prioritize wisely. What is the most important thing to do to least important? Three, set your time limits. Don't work on the same task for five fucking hours. You're gonna get burnt out. Come back to it later. Come back to it tomorrow. We always have tomorrow. Four, take breaks in between your tasks. Have that buffer time. Five, 
stay organized, use a Google calendar, use a planner. I'm not saying that this is going to be you for life, but it's going to be you for now. Six, remove the non-essential task. Stop writing on your to-do list to fucking wash your hair. We don't give a fuck. We do not care. We do not care if you use dry shampoo today. We do not care if you use Kevin Murphy. We do not care if you use function of beauty. Wash your fucking hair when you need to wash your hair, but you don't have to write it down. Number seven, plan ahead. If you know that you're weeks, you really struggle getting to the gym because you're like, damn, what am I going to do that day? But what, what, what's on my calendar? Go to desbyfittraining.com slash fit dash guides and purchase the bride guide, timeless 2.0 or strong ass moms. This is going to help you have a plan of action for every single day of the week, ranging from Sunday all the way to Saturday based on your time and your needs. You will no longer need to think about what comes next or what you should be doing because DBFT has that solved for you. Hashtag ad. Okay, but wait off the cusp. That shit was just kind of fire. So plan ahead. If it's, if you're the one struggling with workouts, like that's what really is going to make you feel good every week. But you're like, oh, fuck. But like, what day am I going to hit legs? What day am I going to do this? Go to the DBFT app, go to the BFIT app, plan your fucking week, and then pick which days you're going to wake up ass early and go to the gym. You know what I'm saying? Or pick which days you're going to go do X, Y, and Z. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Same thing with planning ahead in general. I've just booked a, a like play date with Maddox. Um, with Callie, um, her Instagram is my face story and her son, James, we're going to go see them in like Cleveland area. And we planned it for two, two fucking weeks. I still have over two weeks till I go see her, but I'm like, you know what? I'm planning ahead. I'm putting this in my fucking calendar right now. And it's literally in my calendar to go. So it's stuff like that. It doesn't matter how far you book it out and don't be ashamed of like asking whoever it is, even saying that maybe they want to connect with you. Hey, we should catch up sometime. Don't be afraid in saying, hey, can like what time and day are you free? Like I want to put it on my calendar because you know what? That's practicing good time management. That's what me and my friends do. Dude, I'm like, hey, we should FaceTime sometimes. And they're like, hell yeah. I'm like, cool. Are you like free Saturday at noon? Let's FaceTime. Like, yes, guys, we are that old. We need to fucking plan FaceTimes, right? This isn't college anymore. This isn't high school. I'm not just twiddling my fucking thumbs at home. I'm twiddling my fucking thumbs on my Instagram because it's my job. Okay. Don't, don't call me out. Anyways, I hope that this episode helped you guys. Um, shit, it, it kind of helped me bring me back to like my old habits. Cause again, you kind of fall out of those habits when you naturally just start to exactly that you make them habits. So like, I don't have to write down every single fucking thing anymore because I kind of know what I need to get done. But like yesterday I have a to-do list in front of me right here. I, I have podcast, LOL. That was at the bottom of my list though. See bottom of my list. Therefore, if I didn't get it done, it's okay. It was low priority. Um, but I had like, get my clients done. That was obviously number one priority. And then, and I had work on challenge stuff. That was a number two priority. Number three, finish up emails to the lab. That was definitely a priority Four was put away my laundry, which I did. Um, and then five was my podcast, which I did not. And that's okay. So if this helped you send me an email, send me something or you know what? No, tag this, post this in your story and tell bitches to go buy a planner. Okay. Tell them, go buy your fucking planner. Stop being a pussy. Go buy your planner. Plan out when you're going to use your toy that I told you to buy last week. (laughs) I love you guys. Happy Sunday. Hold on. I want to look at the time real quick. Look at that. 
Remember when I told you I was at 30 minutes and I said, I have 30 more minutes to wrap up. I got nine minutes to spare. So what I'm going to do right now, I have that time block. I'm going to go pee, sit on the toilet, probably take a shit, get changed, jump on the Peloton. I still have a whole hour before I need to wake Maddox up. Hell motherfucking yeah. <sighs> yes, bitch. God, that it literally gets me horny when I'm on time for real. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Kind of. I don't know. All right. Point being happy episode 69. Um, 69 is gross. Not a fan. So I'm not going to sit here and tell you go 69 someone because I would actually tell you to not. Um, yeah, I think that's it. Let me know if you have any questions. Love you guys.